0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pindar, pastor here at Radio Mission, where the gospel goes out on a regular, regular schedule, time after time. We've been here in this ministry 80 years. Old Trailblazer has been here a long time. Pastor Shelton was the original Trailblazer, and we have a few of his messages that we saved from Katrina. If you write me and call me, I'll be glad to include some of those. And I can tell you where you can hear them from. But this is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, just an old sinner saved by grace. And uh, we're bringing you this study on demonism and other characteristics of Satan. Oh, and we're looking today. Another characteristic of these demons is that they belong to the powers of darkness, and they are multitudinous in number. Many of them, many, many, many. Salvation is a deliverance from the power of darkness, according to Colossians 1.13. And you hath he delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of the Son of God. That's you he's talking about, my friend, If you know, if you know the Lord. When the Holy Spirit brings a poor lost sinner under conviction for salvation, one of the things that the sinner is made to cry out, Against is the utter darkness in which he finds himself. His understanding is darkening, according to Ephesians 4.19. His poor wicked heart is darkened, according to Romans 1.21. And his depraved mind is blinded, according to 2 Corinthians 4.3.4. 4. This poor awakened sinner finds himself plunged into outer darkness and cannot understand, he cannot see, cannot perceive. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to open the understanding, to open the blinded eyes, and let the light of the glorious gospel of Christ shine in, that the benighted sinner may be able to see. Oh, my friend, I can tell you from experience what a day it is when the Holy Spirit awakens a poor soul to see that he's a poor, blind, ignoramus, not, don't know anything. Maybe pretty quick he comes to see that he's a lost sinner. Oh, my friend, listen, If you, the average individual today knows nothing about salvation. No, let's go ahead, let's go ahead. The work of the demon spirit is to keep that poor sinner in darkness lest he should come to the light that his deeds may be approved. This unnumbered multitude of demon spirits are under the control of Satan, my friend. We brought another study recently on Satan, the god of this world, along these same lines. And uh, we have that on CDs if you like it. Listen now, or the devil. Control of Satan or the devil. There's only one devil, and his name in the Greek is diabolos, diabolos, the devil. But there are multitudes of demons, or demon spirits, all under the control of Satan, or the devil. Now listen, listen. Let's notice the power of demon over the human body, the power of Satan over the, the power of demons over the human body, according to Matthew nine thirty-two. They caused dumbness. They brought to him a dumb man possessed with a demon. And when the demon was cast out, the dumb spake. Dumb means you can't speak, my friend. Not able to speak. It doesn't mean that you're ignorant. But listen, listen. Then, according to Matthew 12, these demons caused blindness. Then was brought unto him a one possessed with a demon, blind and dumb. And he healed him insomuch that the blind and the dumb both spake and saw. Now, here's another outstanding characteristic of these demons, and that is that they cause a mania for suicide, that is, for self-destruction. In Mark 9.22, oftentimes, listen now, often, Mark 9.22, oftentimes it has... Cast him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, anything, listen now. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. That's what they cried, my friend. It's always a demon spirit that controls the body and mind of an individual that causes him to want to commit suicide. I've been often asked, Pastor, would a saved person, a born-again person, commit suicide? My answer is no, never. This is the work of a demon spirit. The wave of suicide that we see now sweeping this country ever so often is nothing more or less than a wave of demon possession. Then, according to Mark nine eighteen, they cause personal injuries, also, according to Luke 8:29, demons will uh, give their victims at times supernatural strength. Also, according to Luke 13, they inflict physical defects as uh, deformities. So much as listen now. So much of our insanity today is nothing more or less than demon possession. Listen, my personal conviction is that if you had the power to release, you could set free at least fifty percent of all the patients in our insane asylum. Now, I've often wondered now with this rage of uh, alt, this this terrible thing where your mind leaves you and the autism—I alt, alt, can't place, can't pronounce that name right now. But people think they're losing their mind. No, I believe some of them are taken over by demons and being led by a demon, by the Satan. Now, let's notice this this other fact about the power of demons. Oh, it's a terrible thing, my friend. <clears throat> let's notice about the demons, the power of those demons over the human body. I know you're not hearing this on your regular Protestant pastor, your Protestant church, my friend. I listen, I monitor churches on the radio and on the TV. But my friend, you don't hear this. No, they shy away from it. Just like like Revelation, we have the whole book of Revelation by Pastor Shelton on a thumb drive now. And it's uh, 78 messages. Then we have on the same thumb drive, all of Pastor Shelton's Sunday night and Wednesday night services, and uh, a few of his old trailblazer services, and we sell that thumb drive. All of the Book of Revelation, 78 messages, and all of those Sunday night and Wednesday night services, hundreds of them, and then some of the old trailblazer, and we sell that package for $25. Oh, my friend. Maybe if you come in this way sometime, stop by and pick them up. Save the postage, my friend. But let's notice... This other fact about the power of demons over the human body, and that is when once they get control of an individual, they can come and go at their own will, my friend, as they choose. They make their abode in the body of the individual. I've seen uh, uh, someone shoo the demons out of, out of their room when they come to work. The demons were there waiting for them, and I saw and I've seen others, and I've heard others, my friend. Oh, but listen, they make their abode in the body of that individual, and the individual is so under their control, so mastered by their influence, that they can come and go whenever they please. This truth is set forth in Luke eleven twenty four. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest. And finding none, he saith, I will return to my house whence I came out. And when he cometh, he findeth it swept and garnished. Then goeth he and taketh to himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Now, my friend, that's a terrible statement, isn't it? But it's the truth. That's God's word. That was not my opinion. That's God's word, my friend. And uh, if if you will, write down those references. Luke eleven twenty four. Is that one we just read? But listen now. Listen. They enter in and dwell there, and the last of that man is worse than the first. Usually, demons take possession of individuals for the purpose of physical, sensual gratification. And that is the reason most of the demons are spoken of as unclean spirit. They may answer why. Listen, this may answer why judgment fell upon those individuals and destroyed their bodies. It was because of their uncleanness and filthiness. We're living in a day of that homosexual, uh, lesbianism, uh, transgender and all those things. Those things are unclean, my friend. All unclean spirit, a a person is not under that control. They don't do those things. But listen, this accounts for the desire of the victim to live in a state of nudity. You ever see that before, my friend? Nudity. You and I never lived in a day when there was such a craze on the part of both men and women to undress their bodies and appear in public in a state of nudity or nakedness. No, my friend, you've never seen that before like it is now. You don't have to go to the beaches or the bathing resorts now to find folk living in that state of nudity. No, it's on the street. Oh, listen, they have those gay parades and those things. My friend, only the Lord, only the Lord can lead us and guide us and teach us. The error of those things, but old trailblazers are gonna go on day by day, time after time. I've been here with you a long time, and uh, bringing you. Thus saith the Lord. And any of you want to call me and discuss any of these things, call me. My phone number here is area code 225-664-8658. six six four eight six five eight. I'm just an old country boy. Lord picked up and saved, and gave me this pastor of this little this ministry, Lord's ministry, are worldwide. We're on the radio now all over the world. Beijing, we're on the uh, shortwave radio all over Europe. And our website is radiomissions.org. Come on, Dan. We're going to head back to the barn a little while, but we got a couple more places we'll get to tomorrow. And oh, uh, Dan's a good old pony. He served Pastor Shelton for a long, long time, uh, more so than me. And he's uh, kind of getting old like I am. The old trailblazers is a pretty old, old codger too. But uh, my friend, don't, don't give up on your troll. Are you saved? Can you tell, can you look me in the eye and say, Pastor, you know the Lord saved this poor old sinner? Have you ever seen yourself as a lost sinner? You must see yourself lost before you'll ever cry out for salvation. Nobody gets up in the morning and goes to the doctor if he's feeling good, huh? No. If he's burned up with a hot fever and a sore throat and a backache, and all, you say, Mama, get me a poem over the doctor. I'm hurting. But not if you're well and healthy and fresh and take a deep breath in the morning, and open the window wide and get some fresh air. You don't go to no doctor. No, sir. But if you're sick, my friend, that's why the Lord shows you that you're a sinner by the work of the Holy Spirit. Shows you that you're a lost, hell deserving sinner. And what happens then? then you will fall at the feet of Christ, begging him for mercy. Have you ever asked the Lord to save you? I ask my folks here on a regular occasion, ask the Lord to save you. Ask the Lord first to open your heart and let you see who you are by nature, what you are by nature, and the judgment that you're under. Every soul born into this world is under judgment, my friend, and must be awakened to that fact by the Holy Spirit. And, uh, if you if your demons possess that they might be cast out, that's what the Lord will do. But remember, the old Trailblazer, I'll be back tomorrow with another message from God's Word, and you help me with the broadcast just a little if you can. I'll I, I be i I'd be pleased to know that you help me with the broadcast. Until then, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis thanks listeners who emailed, called and wrote him recently with encouragement to continue airing this broadcast. If you have not done so, take a moment to let Pastor Pendarvis know you appreciate this ministry. Email pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. That's pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658.